This is exactly right. Welcome to Ghosted by Roz Hernandez. Oh, how I have missed you. But if you're new around here, hey, let me introduce myself. You're probably saying, who is that shouting at me? What am I listening to? Ghosted by what? Huh? Huh? Well, I'm Roz Hernandez. I am a comedian. I'm based in Los Angeles. If you don't believe me, go to my Instagram. It's at Roz Hernandez. You'll see there's clips and everything. I'm transgender. I use she, her pronouns. I am a retired drag queen. I used to go by the name Roz Drezfelez, the bargain bin beauty. You know, I'm a a local entertainer and gal about town here in Hollywood. And because of that, I know all kinds of characters. And I have them come here on this podcast. Because one more fact about me, I am obsessed with the paranormal. I grew up in a house that I believe was haunted by the spirit of my dear loving grandmother. And then, you know, I've had several ghostly experiences over the years. And then cut to 2019, I started doing this very podcast because I wanted to dig a little deeper. I wanted to just learn a little bit more about this stuff and talk to more people that have also had these kinds of experiences that they can't explain. It's been a journey for me, both in my personal life and spiritually and and my thoughts on all this stuff. I started out not knowing a whole lot, but I had a very open mind. And now I consider myself a paranormal enthusiast, investigator, researcher, all that kind of stuff. On this show, I talk to mainly comedians, but also some of your favorite celebrities. I have on people that dedicate their lives to the study of the paranormal. And I even have on you, the listeners. Now, recently, I took a three-month hiatus from the show. I I was trapped in a TV like Carol Ann from The Poltergeist. It was crazy. And then I was brought back to the light by Exactly Right. And honey, this feels like the perfect home for what I do. And it is now a haunted home over here. Now, like my favorite murder, this podcast gets deep. We talk about death. But ultimately, it is a comedy show for people that like things a little bit weird. My approach to the paranormal might not be the most orthodox or highly intellectual, but at this point, I consider what I'm doing here a research project, okay? This podcast is like one big public survey of people and their beliefs and their experiences with the other side. I like to talk to people from all walks of life, sometimes I even, on this show, talk to straight cisgender men. 
Now, as a paranormal investigator, I am a nosy bitch, okay? I like to get into dead people's business. I like to laugh. I definitely like to view things through a queer lens. I try to be unbiased the best that I can. My main belief for this stuff is it is called the unknown for a reason. Because it's unknown. Nobody actually knows what any of this stuff is, and that is the fun of it. I like to leave it up to you, the listeners, to sort of make up your own mind on any of this. Now, here's the thing. We all have one thing in common, and that is that, spoiler alert, we're all going to die one day. So let's have a good time talking about what happens when it's over. And if you don't believe in the paranormal, hey, that's fine, too. Personally, I do not have any agenda to turn anyone into a believer. Frankly, I'm a little skeptical of it myself. I find it very curious, though, that so many people have these experiences that cannot be explained. It almost makes you think that there might be something there. You might notice that the more you listen to this show. So I want to hear from you. It is essential to me to have an audience of people that are a part of this conversation. So please send me your stories to my email address, which is ghostedbyraws at gmail.com. That's ghostedbyroz at gmail.com. Also, I have a brand new Instagram for the show, which is at Ghosted by Roz. And there you will find different visual elements from each episode. If we talk about something that we want you to see, that's a great place to go see that. So please follow Ghosted by Roz on Instagram. Anyway, I say we get into this show. Join me every single Monday here on Exactly Right. <gasps> I'm going to be talking about poltergeists, possessions, extraterrestrials, cryptid creatures, synchronicities, psychic experiences, all that kind of shit. And of course, ghosts. All right, here we go. Episode one of my new relaunch. I have been brought back from the dead by exactly right. And it's going to be in exactly... Right? I cannot believe who I am joined by today. This is this is major for me. I have been a fan of hers for years now. Such a huge inspiration to me in the podcasting world. And she's kind of now my boss, I guess, uh, <laughs> which is an insane thing to say. Uh, Georgia Hardstark will be on the show today from, of course, my favorite murder. Heard of it? Yeah, I thought so. So, here we go. On with the show. You guys, I'm about to say some words that I have wanted to say since I started this podcast. I am joined by an icon of podcasting, Georgia Hardstark. Hello. <laughs> oh my goodness. Thank you. Hi. I'm so happy to be here, Ross. Georgia, I have wanted to talk to you for so long. You <laughs> Me? 
and Karen are such inspirations to me <sighs> and what I do. And I've always admired the way that you guys keep things fun <clears throat> and funny, but also like you're dealing with stuff that is macabre yeah. and serious and... Do you have any advice for me on that? Whatever I say to someone when they say, what kind of podcast is it? And I say, true crime and comedy. And I always have to say, but the comedy is not about the cases. Mm-hmm. Comedy is that Karen and I exchange, you know, funny quips about ourselves, about life, about the horribleness that happens in life. Not about the victim, never about the crime that's affected so many people and, and you know, devastated so many people. So I think you stay funny and you stay laughing, but take what's serious, serious. And I think that that'll just come naturally because you're an empathetic person. Right, which I think people get it wrong a lot of the time when they're like, my task right now is to make jokes about dead people. And it's yeah. like, well, but the, we're not like making fun of dead people that's not really no now there is a difference between murder and paranormal and there's yes. a lot less um <laughs> fact and it's a little bit more open to interpretation and that sort yeah of a thing you've here. got it good you've got it good yeah that i imagine that what you guys deal with is not easy to keep fun and lighthearted but somehow well, you figured it out well, you figured out the topic because when we do have like paranormal like ghost stories that we talk about or like anything old timey, it's just it's easier to talk about when it's old timey. And I feel like so much paranormal stuff is kind of old timey. So you just pick the right path is what I'm saying. And I'm it's jealous. Definitely <laughs> old timey, which makes me it makes me think very skeptically. I, I always try to approach this stuff very skeptically. And I'm sort mm-hmm. of my approach is always like, let's weigh out all the options that could be explanations. And if we can't find anything, yes. then then that's the good stuff. But so many of these iconic stories are yeah. from, like, not now. And I'm always like, <laughs> why aren't they from now? Is it because back then yeah. people were like, oh, something weird happened. It must have been Satan. Or it must have been. <laughs> Spirits. I don't know. It, it does seem like, you know, the, the way past, like 100 years ago, even, you know, 50 years ago, was way much more susceptible to, like, paranormal stuff. People were way more open to spiritual, you know, the crossover with spirituality and real life, which I think it's true. Like, you're on your phone. You can explain away so much now with technology. And actually, something happened to me not that long ago that I just want to explain away with technology because it was so freaky. Okay. Well, okay. me personally, I don't know anything about technology, so all of it to me is paranormal. <laughs> like, literally, if you think about what is Wi-Fi, I don't right? know what that is. And so, like, I imagine that 100 years ago, if you tried to explain it, they would be like, yeah, that's superpowers. Yeah. That's, yeah. Okay, so Magic. what happened to you? Okay, so we moved to this new house, and it's old. It's, I mean, it's L.A. old, so it's, like, from the 30s. You know what I mean? Um, but it has all the elements of what one would think a haunted L.A. house would look like. It's got the creepy basement. Okay. In a couple of rooms, there's, like, a panic, an old panic button. <gasps> I guess there was, like, an old-timey panic alarm in there. It's just got these elements, you know? Like okay. a ghost child would live in here. Totally. Do you know the history? Uh, it's not interesting. Yeah. Okay. It's just like people owned it. 
See, but that's the thing. Sometimes, sometimes the good stuff is never recorded. Right. Who knows what's happened? Or like the ground it was built on. Like what the fuck happened there? You know what I mean? Exactly. We stole all this land from these indigenous people. That could be it. Yeah. Um, but I don't totally believe or want to believe in ghosts. So I was like, this house isn't haunted. And we'll know pretty quickly if it is. So one night, Vince, my husband was out and I got into bed. It was kind of, it was like 11 o'clock at night. And suddenly from downstairs, music starts blasting. And I was like, did I leave the TV on? What is that? Like getting up out of bed to check on something if it's haunted is like a horror movie that you don't do. <laughs> but I had to do it because there's music blasting from downstairs. What was the music? It was fucking the least scary music, thank God. It was Elton John. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, what was so, it? The Bitch is Back? Because that's a ghost song for sure. <laughs> that's a ghost song for sure. It wasn't that. It was some, I can't remember what song it was exactly, but it was like a happy-go-lucky song. It wasn't like terrible. So I go down and in my living room, the Sonos are like, you know, wireless speaker is just on, blasting Elton John for no fucking reason. I don't even have it like on my phone, the app on my phone. Yeah, that would be a ghost. Right? And I go over to unplug it. And I'm like, if I unplug this and it keeps playing, I'm moving out tonight. <laughs> so I had like slowly unplugged it and it stopped playing, thank God. And it hasn't happened again. But technology, right? Like someone, a neighbor, the Wi-Fi, that mysterious Wi-Fi got switched, right? And they wanted to listen to some Elton John. Let's pretend it's that because otherwise we have a ghost. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a ghost. You do. You caught yourself there for a second. You said you don't believe or you don't want to believe. Yeah. W tell me about this. Well, I don't want to live my life walking to the bathroom every night being scared out of my mind to pee in the middle of the night. Like that to me is just not how I want to live my life and how I used to live my life as a kid. I think all of us, you know, we're scared of the idea of ghosts as kids. I still do. I have no reason to believe that my place is haunted. And I do get up to pee every single night and I look around. Yeah. Or like you feel like you're being chased to the bathroom kind of or something. So stupid. I just don't want to live like that. And I easily could. So I've told my... And I also think that like people who are more open to it are more susceptible to weird things happening. Because I kind of do believe in the supernatural. So... To not have it happen to me, I just block it out altogether. Here's the good news for you. And I've talked about this a billion times on the show, but you have a podcast that a lot of people listen to. Ghosts don't want to be on a podcast. I have tried so <laughs> hard because I need the content. They're yeah, not going to sure. be interested. They, they go, no, not her. She's going to talk about us. Maybe... They haven't caught up to the technology yet and they don't even like they don't know that they should be haunting influencers and podcasters because that's mm. like how they actually get, you know, those brand deals and right. that, uh, attention. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the other thing, too, is like having cats, like they'll tell you when something is off. Oh, yeah. So if my cats are sleeping happily at night and not like freaking out about something invisible in the corner, then I'm fine. If one of my cats was staring at the wall meowing and, like, freaked out, I wouldn't get up to pee. <laughs> you oh, know what yeah, I mean? no. That's when you burn the house to the ground and leave. <laughs> right, right. I'm just, I feel like I'm just, like, justifying so many reasons to not believe in it because I'm scared of it, you know? Uh, I try so hard to not 
view this stuff as scary. Like, so what yeah. if there is like right. some old lady that loved that house and she just hangs out and wants to watch totally. you go to the bathroom? Big deal. She's That's not welcome. creepy. Yeah, I'm not. You know, when I sage the house, it's and I t- and I kind of have this thing where I tell the house I'm here and this is my intention. Is when I first move into a new house or apartment, my intention is to be happy. Like, be happy and love this house. Because I love the old L.A. architecture. Like, I've lived in the old apartments, and my grandma had an old house, you know. And so, it's just, I think my intentions with the house are good. And I do think that the history of the house is kind of absorbed in the walls. And time isn't linear, so maybe all the, you know, like that, what was that movie with Nicole Kidman? The Others. The Others. Like, that to me is... A possibility that we're like living on the same plane of existence as all of time. And you're the ghost. And I'm the ghost. So I should be polite. Not They're probably scared of you. You're the one always talking about murder. <laughs> like, I don't know about this girl. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So tell me about your first experience that you believe could have been paranormal. Okay. Well, I have this handful of experiences that happened when I was a kid. I want to say like... give them all to me. Okay. It was like between like five years old and like, you know, eight or so. And I've kind of just like carried them with me throughout my life without being able to explain what really happened. But, you know, explaining them away because I don't believe in a ghost showing up. I don't know. It's just weird. Okay. So the first one... And this is Orange County? Unfortunately, yes, it's Orange County. Probably the least haunted place. Which part? Irvine. Okay. <laughs> so, like, it doesn't even go back farther than, like, 79. So, like, I don't think ghosts were hanging out in the orange groves. See, but that's what people... That's a misconception, though. Like, we yeah. always think that old equals ghosts, which, right. you know, to me... Doesn't have to. A ghost yeah. has been around for a long time. They're probably exhausted. They would... <laughs> why... Why would that make something more haunted? Like, that's so, it's a long time to be a ghost. So I think yeah. that a lot of times it's like, could be, you know, it could it could not even be a dead person. It could just be sure. something. It could be a spirit. something that, you know, wafted over from Disneyland randomly. <laughs> I don't know. Well, do you also, I don't know, I kind of subscribe to the idea that certain people are more susceptible. Because I have a friend who, like, every house she lives in, everywhere she goes, there's something weird happening and the electronics always fail and and go wonky and stuff. And it's just like, well, she's haunted. She's a she's a conduit to the spirit world more than most people are because she's open to it. Totally. Well, or it could just be that she's got magic powers of some sort. And I'm not even yeah. like joking when I say that. I think that, you know, like a lot of times poltergeists are from what people study, the consensus is it's uh-huh. more so telekinesis coming out of one person. Huh. Yeah. And people think, oh, it's the house. Well, when you keep moving to a different place, right? you know, you got telekinesis or something, Carrie, get it together or you're not going to get your <laughs> deposit back because you're throwing furniture around all the time. Right. Because blood's coming out of the wall all of a sudden. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Um, yeah. I like that idea. I mean, even just if you think about it's not a ghost, it's just like leftover energy from a person's life or from, you know, a dynamic thing that happened. If you want to like look into what the soul is and what it means and I don't know. I sound wackadoo to myself, but I also like stand by it. 
It's like when someone wears too much cologne and you like go on a date with them and then you come <laughs> yeah. home and you're like, I, you're, they're in my nose. They're Ugh. like still here. And yes. I do think that that energetically can happen as well. Yeah. And if you have a better sense of spell, you're going to be more attuned to that stink. There that it follows is. follows you around. Oh, my God. We figured it out, I think. But also, like, I think it can be from the living. Like, I think that, yes. like, some bad energy, someone gets into a fight or something, that can stick around. Totally. Well, they say that when you are near someone who's going through a stressful time, you absorb some of, you know, their pheromones, their stressed out pheromones. It's just because that's how we learn to survive, you know, as animals is to be attuned to what's going on around us. If someone else is freaking out, then maybe, you know, it's because there's a lion close by and we need to... You know, I mean, I'm talking about thousands of years ago, obviously, but suck if there was a line, you know, around now. But <laughs> so you kind of are attuned to that if you're an empathetic person, if you're not a sociopath, you know. And the way that we've evolved, we ignore those things a lot of the times where totally other animals are like, something bad's here. I'm getting out yeah. or whatever. And we're just like, something bad's here. Eh, whatever. You know, who doesn't ignore those things is children because they don't know yet how to process the world. So they don't know they're not supposed to be believing in past lives and ghosts and, you know, all the creepy things that kids say. Yeah. We get a lot of hometowns of like, my daughter knew my grandmother as her imaginary friend and had never met. I love that shit so much, which is why. So the things that happened to me as a kid, I'm kind of like, maybe my imagination was more susceptible. So the first thing that happened was I was like five years old. I'm laying in bed at night in my bunk bed. And we had like, um, you know, mirrored closets that, what is it called when they push? Uh, like a sliding door? Like a sliding, we had like a sliding door closet okay. mirror. And I'm lying in bed, like just kind of thinking at late at night, it's dark, staring at the closet. I've always had insomnia. And this fucking closet opens just a little, like a foot on its own. And I know it wasn't an animal because we didn't have cats yet. Because when I ran into my parents' room, my parents were still married and we didn't have cats until after my dad moved out around five years old. So it wasn't a cat or anything like that. So it just had opened by itself. (laughs) Yeah, weird. And then a couple, maybe like when I was like six or seven, lying in bed, again, in my bunk bed on the top level, just kind of daydreaming or maybe I'd been reading or something. And then... I see a figure pop up Mm. from like the side of the bed and like kind of just look to scare me. And I'm like, oh, that must be my brother because he was always fucking around. And I look down. First of all, the door is closed to my bedroom and my brother's not in the room. So I had seen and definitely saw a figure pop up and like, and it wasn't a like fully formed figure. It was definitely like ghosty, Mm. you know, transparent. And I just totally couldn't, explain it. And I still can't. There's no gas leak in the house. That's my first thing is, is there a fucking gas leak? Because then you're going crazy or, you know, do you have a fever and your brain is playing tricks on you? Oh my gosh. Okay. I don't like stuff when I'm in bed. The bed to me is like safe space. Bed Mm -hmm. and bathroom. Like it should be off limits always. (laughs) But definitely. Okay. Well, I still remember getting the courage up to run to my parents' room that first time past the closet because I had to go down the stairs from my bunk bed 
and run out past the closet. And I just remember lying there being like, you can do this, you can do this, get out of here. Good for you, though. I didn't stop and save my sister and wake her up from <laughs> below. I was like, let the ghost have her. Yeah. So do you recall your parents or anyone else in the family also having experiences or have they told you since? Um, no, no one else has. But my mom always believed in it a lot. Like she always encouraged the fact that like Georgia sees spirits. Isn't it creepy? Like she was on board with it. And I think she believed in some stuff like she went to a psychic a few times and saying like, if you make up a story about a stranger, like half the time it's true. Like the intuition is there and just kind of she's got the woo woo stuff for sure going on. And so she do believed you feel it. like you have that? No, but I feel like maybe as a kid, I was more susceptible to it. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm good at reading people's emotions and tapping into that, but not, you know. And I like to question reality a lot. I think that's really fun. But I try so hard to have a scientific mind, you know. But it's fun. Like, who cares? I don't believe in astrology, but I'll still read my fucking horoscope. Literally same. <laughs> I don't know about any. And I just had a friend that was doing the whole, like, what time were you born? And like all right. of that. And I'm like, here we go. Let's do yeah. it. And I'm like, yeah, tell me everything about me. It did yeah. say that I'm not going to be famous. Um, so <laughs> I was like, I did, truly didn't even ask for whatever. But um, I'm interested in hearing about it. Yeah, exactly. And th this will be a challenge for you to prove astrology wrong. You know what I mean? Yes. I always love a good challenge. Exactly. Well, That's all I, this is. I check this shit every morning. And like... Sometimes, here's the trick. Don't mm -hmm. be too specific with it. Right. I'll have some where I'll wake up and I'll be like, today's the day you're going to fall in love. <laughs> oh, my God. It all changes today. <laughs> so enjoy. You're going to meet that special someone. It's like, just say I'm going to have a good day or something. Yeah. And then I can yeah. go, wow, it was right. But like. Yeah, like vague. We want vague, which I think is why it's so important to find the website or the, the writer who who gives the astrology readings that you like. <laughs> because Especially because it's free. Right. Now, these psychics that, that you pay for, like, that's a different story. I'm like, yeah. tell me what this person's going to look like that I'm going to fall in love with. Totally. And all of that. Have you been to a psychic? I haven't been to a psychic, but I've done my tarot cards a couple times. I like it. I think it's cool and exciting, but it's, you know, always been so vague that it's almost like I can't pinpoint any one thing that I'm like supposed to do or should be living my life in this way because of it. But it yeah. is cool. And, I'll, you know, it's always positive when I do it. So yeah, that's good. Or, you know, I think it's just like the suggestion of like, this card says you need to make a change in your life or a big change is coming. And like, you know, you know, internally, if that's actually true, like I think I went right, right before I was definitely going to break up with someone and it was like a change is coming and it's a positive change and you should do it. And I was like, it's about breaking up with this person and like kind of, you know, caused me to do it sooner than if I hadn't had that probably. Yeah, I always like it when you're on the fence and you're like, yeah. well, you know, this thing is saying I should do it or not do it or whatever. Like, I think it's, yeah. I think it's a fun little confirmation. Totally. I think that's the best time to go is when you're on the fence about something. And that's the good thing about tarot because I, I do like tarot. And yeah. I think... That is a, a nice thing about it is that there's you can interpret it like, you know, different ways. And some people yeah. are really good with their intuition, mm -hmm. interpreting it accurately or or whatever. But 
I'm into the tarot. I pull those things out when I'm like, what should I do? And sure stuff. That's great. I love that. I kind of want to do that too, but I don't know how to read them. No, I don't either. I, I have no oh. clue. <laughs> but I just Google each okay. card. And, and it tells you like what? All right. Yeah. I could do that. Or I also live in LA, so I've got 4,000 people I can call. <laughs> you that. too. Um, and sometimes I will call eight different people and go, okay, this is what I got. And they're going to go, one goes, that's, ooh, that's not good. And then the next one, oh my gosh, that's amazing. So it's like, who knows? Yeah, you got a vibe with your reader for sure. Yeah. If it's like, I went to one once and it was like some, you know, 21 year old gal who like, bless her heart. But it's like, I, I want someone like who's been around reading oh, tarot yeah. cards for a lot, has a lot of experience with it and has seen it all. That's what I want telling me what to do with my life. Yeah, you have to have a ring on all 10 fingers for me to (laughs) take you seriously when it comes to that kind of a thing. The third time that the ghosty thing happened was a similar experience to that person or that spirit. It, I'll call it, for lack of a better term, popping up. Apparition. Let's call it that. Okay. I was lying in bed and I saw an apparition of a spirit like uh, on the ceiling, like pointing at me. <gasps> Just It's like a split second, but it's like, it was there. It was definitely there. It wasn't just my imagination because I have a wild imagination and that doesn't fucking happen ever. Now, hang on but, a second. So you're on the top of the the top floor of a bunk bed? This is a regular bed. This time oh, I was okay. At, I was at camp and um, yeah. Oh, so this isn't even associated with the, the pop-up one. Okay. No. Yeah. So could you tell what this person or whatever looked like could, with their features? Yeah, it was an older man who almost had like, a co- like a, he was like a coach, like a, he was the coach of a sports team vibe, you know? <laughs> okay. And he was pointing at me and he looked very angry. Hard start, get in there. Hard start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means or what it was, but it definitely scared me because he looked so angry. Like the one that popped up at my bunk bed seemed like there was like fun, happy vibes going on there. And it just kind of scared me. But this was like this angry, God, I feel like, this is why I don't talk about this. I feel like I sound loopy. Not here. <laughs> Not here. Okay, safe space. That's what I love so much about this is that. Yeah. There's an audience of people that are like, yeah, I'm on board. Like, we're not just like saying this out in the air. I think sometimes, yeah, you can say this stuff and people are like, okay, never talking to Georgia again. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Right. Which is the way I always say like, oh, but I don't believe in ghosts anymore. But it's like, well, I would love it if someone listening were like, interpret what happened and like acknowledge or somehow like affirm that what I saw was like a, you know, some kind of little trip into the, you know, supernatural world. But I don't know. I want to believe it so bad, but I, you know, my brain can't allow that. It's possible that since it is scary, you turned your, you know, self Mm -hmm. off to that. And Mm -hmm. like, I'm, I am scared of this stuff, which is so dumb because. No, it's not. uh, well, I no, it's yeah. human. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But considering the fact that my job is talking right. about these things, <laughs> you would think that yeah. I wouldn't be so damn scared. But I really think that like sometimes when I go like ghost hunting with people or go stay at a haunted 
you know, hotel or whatever. Oh, my God. It's like, yeah, I want stuff to happen, but I'm yeah. secretly like, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> please, no. Has no, something no, no. ever, has, has there ever been a moment where, like, it, it pushed you to, like, this is real and I, ref- you know, no one can talk me out of this being real? Yes. I've got a, a list Whoa. that has grown. And, you know, I took off a couple of months of this podcast mm-hmm. and I'm going to talk about it when the time is right. But okay. I have had multiple experiences <gasps> that I was not the only witness for that <gasps> I do not have any explanation for. Oh and that is what we call foreshadowing. <laughs> I'll talk about it later. I love it. That's what you want is for someone else to have experienced it as well. It's like so annoying when when you're alone. I know my husband, like he and some friends have this story of seeing a UFO, you know, not saying it was an alien, just this unidentified flying object hovering and they all fucking saw it. And, you know, that way you can't talk yourself out of it. You're not bananas. And it wasn't a drone. This is before drones. So <laughs> I love how you broke it down with it was unidentified, which <laughs> I'll be honest with you. And this yeah. entire time I've been talking to you, I've just been revealing how little I know about anything. I don't know anything about technology. <laughs> I don't know anything about airplanes. I don't know anything about any of that. So yeah. I can't identify half the damn shit up there. Yeah. So technically, most of these things it's are not identifiable you. to me. Right. But you don't. Do you, you believe in aliens and spaceships? And do you think they visited our planet? Yes, I do. Okay. My stance overall on all of this stuff Mm -hmm. is why not? Why not everything? Why not everything? Anything is possible. Um, Totally. But I am very convinced when I look into that kind of stuff that, yeah, of course, there's other you know, people or life or whatever. It's not just us. Right. And I do think that they are so much smarter than us and that they come in peace because they could probably make us just disappear instantly. And I think that we are, like, honestly, the bad neighborhood of the galaxy. (laughs) And they they probably want to help us, but they're like, you know what? It's we're good. um, They'll they'll just kill us all. Stay away from those earthers. Yeah. And it's like sometimes for whatever reason, they come over here and check in on us. They laugh at us. They (laughs) I have always had a theory that it's Teenage aliens taking their parents' UFO <laughs> to go to, to the bad part of town. They come down um, here to go to our raves and then exactly that's it. I love that. That or like that reality is a simulation. Those are things I can totally get behind. Oh. I think that's okay. a, fun, a fun. Yeah, that, like, that starts to trip me out. I'm really into like like Reddit has like blip in the matrix, you know, uh, page where everyone just tells their stories of their their blips, things that happened or things they saw that like doesn't make sense, you know, like more than coincidences. Uh huh. I fucking love that shit. Have you had anything like that ever happen to you? I mean, other than like thinking about someone and they call, like my sister and I have that obviously like really strong bond of like thinking and feeling the same things. I have a friend that just, we are so in sync. My friend Kate, we're so in sync with reaching out to each other and being on this, you know, in the same place or worrying about each other when something 
you intuitively sense something's going on with them. So I, I, that stuff is, I think, really interesting to me, but I've never had anything like, you know, I accidentally stepped through the matrix and, and <laughs> time traveled for five seconds, you know, that kind of right. thing. But I love that. See, you are psychic, I think. <laughs> really? I don't know. I mean, I think we all are. I think it's definitely a spectrum. I think so, too. Yeah. I, but I always think about, like, people that fall in love or you and Karen coming together and creating what mm-hmm. you have. Like, stuff like that is something. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I again, I'm trying, I'm so skeptical all the time that it's like, I don't believe in fate. But there are those things that happen in your life that, you know, that have more meaning than other experiences. And I, I think a lot about like, what if I hadn't, you know, gone to this party where I met my husband or yeah, what if I hadn't like made this one decision and, and hadn't met Karen or just these little things that I think about all the time. Cause you don't believe in fate. <laughs> oh, please. I know. I know. I know it's the not, type of person yeah. you are with this kind of stuff, which is like secretly do believe in it, but want to like, not just, yeah, don't give it too yeah. much energy. Totally. Like, I want some healthy skepticism to go with my unhealthy obsession. Yeah. You know? (laughs) So did you have any other experiences as a kid? I mean, other than that, there's like a couple little things that I feel like I can explain away with like the light, trick of the light or something going on. But then it just kind of stopped happening and, and went away. Did you ever look up if that summer camp has like the legend of Coach Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find out. I'll, I should look it up. I mean, it was a Jewish camp, so it'd probably just be like an angry grandfather, you know. <laughs> but he looked like a coach. But he looked like a coach. Yeah. Okay. No whistle around his neck or anything. No, just no. have that vibe. Yeah, like in my childhood brain, it was like coach. I can, you know, identify this person as a seemingly coach esque. Yeah, that's so interesting. Okay. And it's also like, why did he appear to you? Like, Well, maybe it was just an anxiety I was having and it was my imagination, you know? <sighs> that's not fun, though. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> that's not a good way to... That's not, I just want to believe that everything is like... You know I do. You know I believe it. I'm also like, why, do, why can some ghosts float? Like, how does that happen? <laughs> the floating thing is definitely like something we've assigned ghosts for sure. And why are they, like, always old-timey? Not, well, yeah, you're right. I know, I've seen people, I, I've talked about this over the years, and and people love to send me memes of other people saying this kind of a thing, too, mm-hmm. with, like, why don't you ever see, like, a juicy couture ghost from the <laughs> 2000s? And, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you don't get your spiritual wings for 50 years or something like that, you know? <gasps> you don't get it, like, you're not allowed to haunt you have to like go through some training that could be and so by the time it ha- like there'll be juicy couture ghosts but it won't be until like 2060 right when it becomes yeah, yeah more of like a ooh, it was so spooky she had juicy couture on <laughs> she had these old-timey juicy couture sweatpants on yeah which like <laughs> yeah because now it's like ghosts are always like oh they had like a lace a yeah. creepy lace dress Right. Not like she had butterfly clips in her hair. And, like, <laughs> juicy she, she had like the thong coming up, like the <laughs> whale tail or whatever. She had a belly button ring with a jewel on the end of it. It was so creepy. 
<laughs> oh my god. Well, speaking of fashion mm-hmm. and ghosts, mm-hmm. can I show you a haunted eBay doll? Absolutely, please. Okay. Do you know about this phenomenon? No, tell me. Okay, so people love to go to eBay.com. They also do it on Etsy. Mm-hmm. Honestly, anywhere. Craigslist. They love to sell their items, particularly dolls that they claim are haunted. Wow. Or psychic. They, sure. they They always have these stories attached to them. Sometimes the stories really give you the details about who the ghost inside of this doll is. That's cool. Like, I mean, as someone who goes to estate sales, I have, I have seen some fucking creepy dolls and artifacts from people's lives that could absolutely be haunted. Okay, I'm going to keep my eye out for you next to say sale goes to because I'm on all those mailing lists. Oh my god, I love it. I show up. I <laughs> I love estate sales Me so too. much. Me too. And 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 those can be creepy. You know, I always like to remind myself that it doesn't always mean that a person has died. Sometimes they're downsizing, right. sometimes whatever, but I've been to some before where it's like Oh, there was a person living here, and now they're not. And, and their skin cells are everywhere. Ew! I uh, I do I so I do love estate sales. I love all things like vintage and old timey. Like I'm obsessed with that stuff. When I go to estate sales, I try to be very uh, like polite about the fact that I'm going through someone's entire life, and I and I have felt really sad about it before. Mm-hmm. That I'm just like picking things from someone's existence that meant something to them. So I try, I'm very picky with what I buy because I want it to mean something to me too. I don't want to get rid of it in two years when it's not my style anymore or whatever. So like the things I own are probably imbued with some of that person's history and life. Yeah. Maybe spirituality. I don't know. So maybe items can be like haunted in a way. Now let me ask you, those speakers that played Elton John, were yeah. those brand new? <laughs> that was a brand new, new technology. I mean, maybe it was from they the, might like, have been returned mid twenty, mid like twenty teens. So maybe somebody <laughs> may have bought them, died um, when they fell on top of them, and then some. <laughs> then their relatives returned it because they had the receipt still. Right while listening to Elton John, I did take my mom to an estate sale once, which was a huge mistake because she went up to the seller and asked about the person who had lived there and came back and told me this whole sad story about how that person had died. And I was like, mom, we're he- we're you're not supposed to know this. You're supposed to suspend your disbelief a little bit and be like, this person <laughs> lived a beautiful, happy, long life and, you know, died of old age. And the stuff they left behind, their their children had picked through it to, to take something meaningful to them. So this is right. okay. And I just told her to never fucking do that again because it was just ruined the whole thing for me. And the one thing I bought, I always thought of this guy, this poor guy, because I knew what happened. I won't say it's terrible, but I I knew what happened to him. So that's it. Yeah, I think it's usually best to not know. Um, Just ignore that. Ignore if there's crime scene tape on the ground (laughs) of an outline of a body. Just walk over it. There was one estate sale I went to where someone had lived there for a very long time. You can tell if someone old had lived there. And on the back of their like closet door, they had started taking notes of the dates they had started feeling their symptoms. <gasps> oh, wow. So headaches start, this happened, headache today, 
fell at this, you know, and oh. it was so eerie. Am I that bumming? Is... To me, this is like ghost adjacent, or is this just no? A it is, okay. but but also living here in LA, sometimes there will be the most interesting, like former porn director from that, <laughs> that hasn't bought a new item since the 70s. Yeah. And it's like, like that kind of stuff is fun. Like Alex Trebek had like that big giant yes. sale. And so um, I find that people who are Jewish have a lot of good stuff. I'm Jewish. So like we tend to save everything. So if there's an old Jewish person, you're going to find a lot of good stuff. The antiques. Antique. Okay. Sorry. Go on about the doll. Okay. It's time for a segment I like to call The Dolls Are Living. (laughs) Today we're going to be talking about Rita. And Rita currently has zero bids on her. She is starting out at $53 for the bidding. Okay, reasonable. $69 if you wanted to buy her now. Everybody welcome Rita. Oh my God! Wow, she looks like um, like Kristen Wiig's character in SNL when she has the tiny With the hands. hands. Yeah, <gasps> it is. Oh wow! Yeah, got wonky eyes doing it. For she me. does have yeah one eye open, like that Metallica song. Um, <laughs> she, which is a great touch, I think having. Mm-hmm. Having no eyes is probably the best because, you know, I always yeah. say this is about marketing here. You're trying to sell a spooky doll. So totally. I'm always like, you either remove the eyes or <laughs> glue one shut, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So Aesthetics. She, she does Aesthetics. have one eye open. She's got she's got those drawn on eyebrows, which yeah. many of us have had a phase where we draw our eyebrows on. Yeah, I had those. I had those in the late 90s, for sure. Yes. Yeah, she definitely plucked away in the <laughs> 90s and now draws them on a little high. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, she's got on lace, which is very yeah. important for yeah. for a haunted doll. So what's her story? Well, this one in particular doesn't have a huge backstory mm-hmm. as much as it tells you about Rita. So now let's keep in mind that the way that the way they play this on uh, eBay is that mm-hmm. there's a spirit inside of this vessel. It's not necessarily the doll that we're talking about. Um, okay. So we're talking more so about the the ghost that comes with it. Though there is always <laughs> a, a disclaimer that says, you know, legally we are not allowed to sell um, intangible items or you know so oh my god yeah they can't sell you a ghost but essentially that's what they're doing here so it says meet 10 year old rita i love that name um (laughs) she has attached herself to this doll vessel she is a big beautiful lifelike doll vessel that quote wants a lot of attention same (laughs) She is a rare paranormal doll that is 21 inches tall. She has a music box in her, and it plays, uh, as it plays, her head and her arms move and her eyes open and close. Okay, so they just caught her mid-eye opening and closing. So she does, you know, her her arms move and her eyes open. Okay, good for her. I mean, nothing is creepier than a music-playing movable doll because it's going to start playing and moving in the middle of the fucking night without 
Oh, of course. Especially if it's possessed. You would hope. I mean, if you're going to be <laughs> paying, paying for? $53. <laughs> I want to be scared out of my fucking mind. It says lots of bumps in the night with this one. She loves the paranormal and was very <laughs> active almost immediately. She can be a great companion. She is so much fun to work with. Mm. To work with. Oh, I guess, I mean, they mean like to investigate or whatever. Uh-huh. I don't think she's a co-worker. Um, <laughs> you can just feel the presence and warmth flowing from her. She likes to flicker the lights on and off. And she likes playing with the voice spirit box, um, which is like a paranormal uh, investigation device. Oh, yeah, yeah. She has been tested personally by me with three different methods, and she's very active. Wow. Okay. So would you, for $53, purchase Rita? <laughs> Listen, having grown up, having way too young of an age watched Chucky Child's oh, Play, yes. there's no fucking way. Like I've been, I've been to many estate sales and never bought a doll. I mean, not because it's also not my style, but Chucky, man, that that thing scared the ever loving shit of, out of me as like an eight year old. So no, but I wouldn't see Chucky's a little bit unfair because that is an actual serial killer inside of a doll. And so, yes, mm-hmm. of course, it's terrifying. But, mm-hmm. th- like, you know, if you think about Toy Story, those are just, like, <laughs> nice dolls that come alive. That's true. But how do you know what you've got? There's something sinister about a doll. Well, this person like, tested three different methods, and yeah. they can tell you that she is very sweet. But maybe Rita's just looking for the right person to haunt, and so she's like, I, I feel like it's there's some sinister... There's some sinister stuff going on underneath this facade of lace and eye movement. Now, okay, being the level of skepticism that you're at, Mm -hmm. if somebody was to be like, all right, Georgia, just one week with this doll next to your bed, (laughs) would you, so you're the type of person that would assume, like, no, that I'm not taking that chance? I would do it to prove to myself that everything is fine. Okay, put your address in the chat and we're going to make this happen. <laughs> well, someone did once send us this like vintage, like 1960s or 70s clown doll that was like, or maybe they gave it to us at a show, but it was like um, like a like a Raggedy Ann type of doll that was a clown okay. that on one side had a happy face and when you turn the clown over, the other side was like, the most devastatingly sad, terrifying face you've ever seen. So it was like happy, sad clown. Hmm. And we just like left it at the office and refused to keep it. And I think we eventually like sent it to a listener <laughs> so she wanted it because <laughs> neither of us would take it home. None of us would. It was terrifying. So I guess in some level I do, but I wouldn't have taken it home. Yeah, that's all. where I'm yeah. at with a lot of things. Like a lot of these on eBay, I'm like, girl... First of all, the people that sell stuff on here, don't assume that there's somebody like me that checks these listings every day and keeps mm-hmm. track of who's going for what. And I know I know the market, honey. And they <laughs> sometimes the same seller will copy and paste the same story on a different. No. Like, I, this is not real. Most of it. That being said, would I want one of these in my house? No, absolutely the, not. No, the bedside table. I, I just think I'd have to pass for sure. Yeah. Okay, so well, that's understandable. That, that tells you everything you need to know about my beliefs, I guess. Well, that'll wrap up that part of the show. 
Now, here's another thing I like to do with all my guests. I like to play my guests ghost voices. Sound yes. good to you? Absolutely. It's time for EVPs or EVPs. Have you ever heard the term EVP? Mm-mm. It stands for electronic voice phenomenon, which okay. is basically what they call anytime a ghost is recorded on audio. It could be from any kind of recording device, really. And okay. people, particularly ghost hunters, sometimes just, you know, people will capture one and they put them up on eBay, TikTok, wherever on the Internet. And yeah. I like to find a few. We'll listen to them together. And I want you to guess exactly what uh, the ghost hunter believes it is saying. Okay. So this first one comes from TikTok, which is a new thing for me, actually. This is the first time I've ever played one from TikTok. Um, this is from somebody named Lustful X Witch. <laughs> And it was recorded at the Sally House, which is in Atchison, Kansas. And this is a place that I will need to do a a deep dive on in the future because it is like a very, very well-known haunted house that people (sighs) are constantly going to to investigate. It's been on a lot of TV shows. Famously, it was on the show in the 90s called Sightings, where they Mm. covered the, the family that lived there. And it's... There's some stuff going on. So <gasps> this go. was recorded in the nursery. And oh I want you to tell me what you okay. hear this ghost saying. Okay. Ew. Say it. Do it again. It sounds like backwards. It's something backwards, isn't it? Okay, I'll play it again. I think it's something backwards, or it's ET phone home. I kind of get <gasps> ET phone home. <laughs> Whatever it is, it does not. It's not a cute voice. No, that's a demon. Uh, yes, a demon, <laughs> or like some, someone that hangs out in a casino all day. Like, anyway, you do smoker. Okay. I mean, uh, that's. I, I don't. I always expect stuff like that to be like quieter and more in the background so they can be all different kinds i've heard really the whole the whole gamut but okay i'm going to give you some options because they did not think that it was et phone home (laughs) um here's some options one of these is the correct answer of what they believe it said okay so is it well let me play it one more time so you can hear it all right is it a ew what's in your mouth B, we want you alone. C, me want you to know. Or D, Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> we want you alone. Yes, Ooh, that's what they believe I it said. B, I hear that. We want you alone. Ew. Ooh. I don't like that's that. That's so creepy. Mm-mm. Something like that. Do you believe it's real? No. <laughs> but it's on TikTok. <laughs> Georgia. I don't I, I don't not I'm not saying I don't believe in the phenomenon, but right. that to me doesn't sound like Well, you no. haven't heard the second one I have for you. Oh fuck. Okay. This one is from 
a YouTube channel called Sacred Spirits. And it doesn't really tell me much about the location. It just says that Tina was doing a crossover session, which I assume is like Mm -hmm. whoever Tina is was helping a ghost crossover, I I guess. And that's when they heard this voice. Okay, now there is some crumbling going on. Wait, what? Okay. But there's a voice within the crumbling. Okay. Hmm. See, as soon as you tell me what you think they think it says, I'll hear it. You know what I mean? Like, well, totally. But it's like they don't know what they don't have options, yeah. so they just That's kind true. of pull something out of the air too. <laughs> yeah. No, I I don't hear the voice, and I think I will once I know what it's saying. I hear uh, something breathy. Yeah, that's what it is. It's the breathiness. So, okay, is it A, hey, that's my husband. <laughs> B, K, that's enough then. C, ain't that something. Or D, get a bag of sun chips. <laughs> I'm going to go with B. You're going to go with B, K, that's enough then? Yeah. That's too long. They believe it's C. Ain't that something? Okay. Now we know that. Let's listen. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Kind of. I don't hear that, but I do. That one to me almost seems more believable for some reason because it's like less clear. Ain't that something? Yeah, (laughs) totally. Well, I want to do one more thing with you. Okay. I mean, I want to do a million things with you. I want to <laughs> go estate sale shopping with you. Yeah. Um, but we're going to do a little a little thing here where I'm just going to list off a bunch of phenomena. This will be really interesting with you. And I just okay. want to hear if you have any thoughts on it. Maybe it'll trigger a memory of a story. I don't know. Whatever, okay. whatever comes up. I'm just curious where you're at on this stuff. What about... Bigfoot. Give it to me. (laughs) Specifically, no, but I think that there's probably a lot of creatures that we don't totally know in these forests and stuff, but no. Right. Well, whatever it is, if that's the case, there's never been one better at hiding. That's true. That's true. Because... That Whoever that is, they do not want anyone finding them, (laughs) studying them. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So along that line, Loch Ness Monster, that, would you put the same, same thoughts on all of those kinds of things? Ocean and lakes and waters to me are much creepier. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, there's, we can't explore the depths of those things. So I would believe in Loch Ness Monster before Bigfoot for sure. And, you know, Karen would kill me if I said I don't believe in the Loch Ness Monster because she loves him. So, yeah, I could see there being some large creatures down there that we don't know about. What about demons? Do you believe in that idea of a demon? No, no, no. I'm Jewish again. We don't have that. (laughs) What about past lives? Now, that's something I totally want to believe in, for sure. (laughs) And when little kids, like I said, when they have these memories at a young age, of incidents and details that they should have no knowledge about because they're children and haven't experienced those things. Like I just did a story about a kid who had all of these details about being a World War II fighter pilot 
that ended up being correct. And there's no reason for him to have known any of that stuff. And I think kids are more open to those things because they don't know it's impossible. No one's told them yet that that doesn't happen. It's not true. So yeah, I think it's definitely a possibility. Do you think about what your past lives could have been? No, probably pretty typical. But I do think um, the people who are in your life now, you know, that that people say like the people in your life now were in your life in a different way in your past lives. So, mm-hmm. you know, your mother could have been your daughter, like that sort of thing. I I do think there's like this connection to the people you you hold dear in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about curses? I mean, that would suck if they're real. <laughs> well, you know, but, like, sometimes you hear about these like famous, this family's yeah. cursed or this, you know, whatever. Right. This baseball team is cursed and stuff. I mean, I think it's all a state of mind. You know what I mean? Like if you think you're cursed and only bad things happen to you, then you're only going to notice the bad things that happen to you or you're going to make decisions subconsciously that create those bad things or those unlucky things. Okay. I think I'm a pretty lucky person in general, but I, you know, I don't think it's because of fate or anything like that. I think things happen and and I just keep tripping upwards. And I'm I'm grateful for that, you know. So, I think that that helps to be grateful. And then the curse won't happen because you're being, you know, you're looking at the beautiful things in life instead of the negative stuff. Oh, well, wasn't this a beautiful experience having you on? Yes, this was, this was the opposite of a curse. This was a blessing. To it be really on. was. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thanks for doing this. Yes, it was so good to be on. I'm so fucking happy you're on Exactly Right. Now you fit in so perfectly. I mean, it's just huge. And um, I'm thrilled. Well, and I have so much to say about my experience so far, which has been truly a dream with Exactly Right. And I'm so glad. I mean, I know that you and Karen know how great this network is, but just as someone that's new here, I just want you guys to know, like, you're doing a great (sighs) job. The people that I'm working with here are phenomenal. And I feel like a star. Everyone's treating me like a star. Everyone is so excited about you. And yeah, we have the best most amazing team at Exactly Right. And I'm like honored to have you on. You're going to fit in perfectly with the family. Ah, family. Well, (laughs) anyway, I guess that's about it. Is there any last words, anything you want to tell people? Um, Please don't haunt me. That's about it. (laughs) Exactly. It's about consent. And that's the thing with these ghosts. Definitely. They don't, They, you know, they just think they're invited to show up and hover yeah. over your bed at night. But <laughs> if they're not asked to, don't do it. And maybe that's why they don't bother me that yeah. much. It's because I say yeah. stuff like that. Well, anyway, thank you for making a, <laughs> so many dreams come true for me. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much to Georgia Heartstar. Wow. So much excitement happening on this new launch of the show. I mean, that's just one of the many, many fabulous guests and episodes that you can look forward to. So, I'll be back next week and I cannot wait. I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye!
This has been an Exactly Right production. Want to share your paranormal experience on the podcast? I read stories out loud, and sometimes I'll even call you. So email me at ghostedbyroz at gmail.com. You can send a DM or voice message to the show's Instagram at ghostedbyroz. Give us a follow while you're there. And follow me, Roz, on Instagram at Roz Hernandez and on TikTok and Twitter at It's Roz Hernandez. My senior producer is the startling Jiha Lee. Associate producer is the alarming Alex Chi. This episode was mixed and sound designed by the eerie Edson Choi. My guest booker is the petrifying Patrick Kotner. Additional production support from the hair-raising Hannah Kyle Crichton. My theme music is by the spine-chilling Brendan Lynch-Salomon. Artwork by the spooky Vanessa Lilac. Photography by the terrifying Elizabeth Karen. Executive produced by the chilling Karen Kilgariff, the spooky Georgia Hardstark, and the frightening Danielle Kramer. Follow Ghosted by Roz Hernandez on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, rate and review the show. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Ghosted by Roz Hernandez merch.